Mississippi Crop Situation Podcast featuring the Crop Doctors. Good afternoon from the Row Crop Short Course in Startville. Tom and I have another platinum sponsor with us this afternoon, Jeremy Watts from Vive. Jeremy, thanks for spending part of your afternoon with us at the Row Crop Short Course. Uh, thank y'all for having me here, and I appreciate everything that y'all do for the ag industry and bringing good research and information to all the growers and retailers and distribution people out there. It really helps uh, make our lives a little bit easier whenever we actually know the truth about some of the things that are out there. Well, and not only that, we really appreciate the generous sponsorship. I mean, that's, we've been saying that all day. We couldn't do this meeting without y'all and your support and the relationships we build through working with y'all and then seeing you here and getting some time to sit down and talk to you this afternoon. Yeah, thank y'all for having me. So, Jeremy, tell folks who Vive is and what they're about, products and services and, and things like that that are available for growers in Mississippi. Vive Crop Protection is a Canadian-owned company that was founded about in 2006. And at Vive, we actually create precision chemistry by using our patented Alice Burst delivery system, which is a nanopolymer that ensures that products are in good quality in the jug and mixability in the tank and carries the product to its intended target. Uh, where it is on the leaf or in the soil, uh, we take pride in the quality of our products and our tank mixing ability with liquid fertilizers and other active ingredients in the spray tank. Y'all have mostly insecticides, herbicides, fungicides. Uh, we are a fungicide, insecticide, and nematicides. And I've worked with one of y'all's nematicides. That's uh, the, the Averland. Averland, yes, sir. Which is imidacloprid-based, if I'm not mistaken. It is abamectin-based. That's right. I'm sorry, abamectin-based. Yep. Ooh, still to plant pathology. <laughs> well, I've only looked at it up. one year. I yep. do need to tighten up. Yep, you tighten that up, Tom. We don't do as much when it comes to nematicide work anymore. There just aren't that many products out there, which is really unfortunate. That's right. And the good thing about Averland is basically what we have done is we've taken the seed treatment and have created it in a liquid form that can go in furrow. So we're able to get more active ingredient per acre than you could get with a normal seed treatment on the seed coat. Among the fungicides and insecticides, what are the some of the target pests that we might have in Mississippi? Our fungicides are azoxystrobin-based. We have a straight azoxystrobin called Asteroid that goes in furrow. Uh, recommend using that on corn and cotton, and we have a product called Astronaut, which is our azoxystrobin mixed with a biostimulant, which is actually the extract from the knotweed. So we are able to increase plant health with the Astronaut along with having the synthetic in there. So we have known control and a known product mixed with a biostimulant, and we are one of the first companies to, to have been able to put both of those in there. Would that be prostrate knotweed? That's uh, the only knotweed I know of. I guess. I, I, I can't remember, I can't what, remember that what that is. What it is. That used to be a product that somebody else had, and I'm sitting here trying to remember what it is. That's right. It, it, it's used a good bit in California uh, as, as an organic type That's right. uh, fungicide. I remember what it looks like in the jug. I remember what it smells like in the jug. I don't remember what it was called. 
Knotweed is pretty common around. It's That's right. The, the knotweed that we have. And how know. tough is it to kill? Uh, it's pretty hard to kill. If you, it doesn't often get in the field, but uh, it's a, really a turn row ditch bank deal. But if yeah, if you need to kill it, it's pretty dang hard. I to kill. I think that was Regalia Max, if I'm not mistaken. That is correct. Is what that product was yeah, originally when I looked at it several years ago. It's kind correct. of dark reddish color, if I'm not mistaken. Had a really interesting odor. Um, You've redeemed yourself on the. <laughs> Pull that name out. I recovered you. for you. Yeah. I knew what it was. I just wanted to make sure he did. <laughs> <laughs> we we looked at that a couple of years, maybe only one year, I think, as a foliar. Um, that was at least ten years ago at this point. Yeah, and we we have uh, trial data now with Astronaut. We've worked with the Mississippi Soybean Promotion Board, and along with Mississippi State University, and uh, we've got it in some of their studies. So it was in three different locations at four different replications throughout That's the right. state. And you, you've you rated all of them, Tom. Yeah, I looked so. at it. It was in it was in Stoneville, it was in Verona, it was also in Starkville. That's correct. Um, and that was, wasn't the greatest year for, for disease, but I did. I looked at all three of those locations. Yeah. Some, some pretty good data. And I tell everybody that if I'm going to use that product uh, – Make sure you, that you know exactly what your frog eye score is on your varieties because you, you'll be wasting your money out there spraying it uh, thinking that you're going to control frog eye. Yeah, you're not going to get any control on the frog eye organism with azoxystrobin at this point. That's right. But the good thing about it is is that it's a two-way mix, so you're getting two modes of action there, and you can customize your your mix if you have – disease pressure popped up there you can throw in a triazol to, to help you out so you can customize it ever how you want to and if there's no disease pressure there and you're still dead set on spraying the fungicide uh to get two modes of actions for the cost that it is per acre it, it's a good option i feel like the the disease stuff tom is just you know having done all these today i think it's really increasing in priority level i mean i know y'all have got some building problems we talked about that and you know Terry Spurlock's over here this week to to talk about the you know stuff he's doing from Arkansas. We've we've done some other podcasts, but I feel like there's a a lot of attention being paid to the disease possibilities now in managing those. And I would say the research we've done over the last ten years has really contributed to that. From a standpoint, looking at varieties and making some of those evaluations and determining what's susceptible, and then. All the work that we've put into resistance and resistance management is definitely paying dividends because I think that's the direction that companies are going by making um, mixes that contain more than one active ingredient because that's been the messaging that we've started to make throughout the southern United States and managing any of these organisms is to make sure that you have more than one mode of action because that's the best way to prevent resistance and also provide an economic return when you're trying to manage a particular disease. Also, I can I can add to this here too that if there's nothing out there that you don't need to put that trials all out there to help save that in your toolbox so that you're not creating that resistant also helps. I think you hear Tom say, you know, that same thing you know over and over again, really. Well, and preventing the future development of that resistance to any of these modes of action and the active ingredients that we talk about is going to be important because there's not a lot of new things coming down the pike and I think we all say that in whichever part of agriculture and whichever specific pest discipline we work in that's 
becoming increasingly. How's Vive set up? So are you, are you the, the sole contact for Mississippi? or I, I have a pretty large area. Uh, I am the actual, they, my job title is actual the regional sales manager for the Delta, which covers way more than the Delta. Right. But uh, uh, I am opened up to anybody that wants to talk. Uh, they can get in contact with me. Uh, they can go on our website at vivecrop.com, and we have a list of all of our regional sales managers here since I know this is a very popular podcast. If somebody's listening anywhere else in the United States, they can go there and they can find out who their regional sales manager is, and they can get in contact with them. Folks that have questions about anything pertaining to the Delta or as far as Illinois, uh, they can contact me at uh, 662-418-2528. And if you want to listen and find out more about some of our cotton products that we have, we actually have a website that's called Vivecrop backslash cotton. Uh, you can go there and you can figure out and find out uh, some of our cotton solutions for, for the Mid-South. So you're calling Delta from Illinois all the way to South Louisiana? I'm not calling it that. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's all Mississippi River area, isn't it? it? It's connected some way. I think there's some rice in Illinois at at times. Uh, I know there's some in, in West Tennessee at times. They've grown some in Kentucky, if I'm not mistaken. And if you're listening to the, listening to this and I'm wrong, I apologize. But I feel like I feel like I've actually laid eyes on that. But maybe not in 2023. Need to make any other points, Jeremy? Any other? Specific piece of information you'd like to relay? Parting uh, shots. No, no, we're good. I think we've covered pretty much everything. Well, we appreciate it, man. We appreciate Vi. We appreciate all our sponsors. We enjoy doing this. Tom and I tease about, you know, so we got one more of these to do, and we've been doing them all day. But we also enjoy doing it. It, it makes for a long day. But, you know, get to meet folks like you and, and learn Learned some stuff that we didn't know previously, so it's worth it. We've talked about a lot of interesting topics today. Yeah, we have. It's it's been it's been very informative. So again, thank you so much for your sponsorship, and we hope that you know you and your company uh, are getting value out of being here at our meeting. Oh yes, sir. We we've enjoyed it. Uh, thank y'all for having us, and uh, look forward to next year. And if we can do anything for you in the meantime, let us know. We'll do it. Thank y'all. The Mississippi Crop Situation Podcast is a production of Mississippi State University Extension.